Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Awesome. Number one, I'm proud of you all for coming out on the 5 p.m. on Labor Weekend. Easy to be away, easy to be somewhere else, but the best place to be is here. Uh, Very good. Very good. All right, turn on in Jesus' name. Amen. Otherwise, we'll be out of here real soon. Amen. It's good, good, uh, good to be back in church again. I was up in Timaru this morning, and it was great to uh, induct Pastor Matt and Ali Ross into the Timaru church as the uh, new pastors there. And so uh, it's going to be awesome. They're going to be they're committed actually to be coming down once a month, bring some ch- uh, van loads, uh, how cars, whatever they do have cars in Timaru, um, and they're going to drive down just to connect with people, uh, connect with us, connect with. The, and so it's going to be a great thing. I'm really believing that Timaru is going to uh, just grow and, and people are going to get saved. In, in fact, four salvations this morning in Timaru. Come on, that is awesome. See, God always responds to faith. He always responds to us stepping out. And, you know, man and Ali, it creates faith. They're creating faith and expectation. And so, so, so that's a good thing, not so there. So, so it's a good thing. Father, tonight I continue to believe and to pray that chains are going to be broken. And Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, you'd help me articulate this. But Lord, ultimately, Lord, that you get all the glory. And Lord, that we would find ourselves even closer to you in Jesus' name. I pray right now miracles are going to happen in the next 15 minutes, Lord. I pray, Lord, prayer is going to be answered. That Lord, hope is going to be restored. Uh, Lord, I just pray right now, and I believe that, Lord, circumstances are going to be shifted and changed in Jesus' mighty name. I want to I share just a thought tonight and, and some, uh, from some scriptures. Some of you will know this. Some of you may not know this, but there's a story um, in the Bible. There's many stories in the Bible, obviously, but it helps us use up words in a sermon so we don't have to talk so much or make up some creative, creative thing. But um, there's a story in the Bible in John chapter 11 around the story of Lazarus. Who's heard of Lazarus? Uh, Lazarus died, unfortunately. Um, but spoiler alert, if you haven't read it, he, he does, Jesus does raise him from the dead. So it's a good story if you haven't read it, but read it. Um, in John chapter 11, verse 12 to 22, we're just going to read it, and we're going to go from here. The disciples said to the Lord, if he is sleeping, they're having a discussion about whether Lazarus is dead or not. And so Jesus sort of helps them out here. Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, hey, Lazarus dead. Just, just as he, have he, Sometimes Jesus needs to t- speak to us plainly. Uh, and for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go too and die with Jesus. Thomas is one of those. Have you got friends like Thomas? Just has to say something that doesn't fit. I don't know. Anyway, when Jesus arrived at Bethany, he, told that, told, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. 
great passage of scripture, and there's so much in the story. And then, and 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 people have preached on this throughout eternity, basically, or in, from from when it happened to now. If you've been in church long enough, someone would have made up something about Lazarus. Maybe not made up, but you know, someone would have preached something, hopefully encouraging, around the story of Lazarus. But I want to. I'm not talking about. Lazarus being dead and Jesus coming to resurrect him and all that sort of stuff. What I want to talk about tonight is how do you deal with things? How do you deal with life? How do you deal with situations when, when you feel like Jesus is so close, but then he's just so far away? I don't know about you, but sometimes we can go through life where, we, where we've got a great relationship with the Lord. Our prayer life is good. Our devotional life is good. Everything is going well, but he, it just for some reason, Jesus is just so far away. I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't title a lot of messages, but this one, I feel like the Lord t- titled it for me. Or he, he wrote it, so it's his title. Uh, I want to talk about when Bethany is only a few miles away. Because Bethany was only a few miles away. Bethany is a place, not a person in this story. Bethany was only just, it actually just says a few miles away. I don't, I don't know, what, they're doing sub four minute miles now. Sub four minute miles. I don't know anyone's fast enough to run a sub four minute mile. Not me. Anyway, but so if he's only a few miles away, we go few, that's times three. All right, three times four. He's only 15 minutes down the road. Okay, 12. Awesome. Yeah, just quickly look at the mathematician. But when, when 15 minutes down the road, that's a trip out to Mosgill. It's a trip to our house, if you know where we live. It's a trip. 15, 15 minutes is nothing. It might have, might have been in that time and in that context. It was more of a, you know, a two or three hour walk. I, I don't know, but it, if you're a fast runner, it was just down the road. It, it, wasn't, it, wasn't a far, it wasn't a far distance. It was so close, but then so far. How do we deal with when Bethany is only just down the road, and in this situation, it didn't get good. And in fact, it probably was the worst thing, that, that it was their brother, he died, it didn't, like, Jesus, where are you in all of this? See, often in, in life, we're, you, and there's going to be times where we go through stuff and you're, you're close to God, but then you feel like things are so far away. Tonight, I just want to share one real principle about how how we can stay close to God and trust God through the when Bethany's only just down the road. See, there's many times in the Bible. What about Joseph? Joseph was close to the Lord, but then felt so far away. He was put into a prison. He was in prison. He's, he's, telling, he's interpreting the dreams of the cupbearer and the baker. And, and they get released. And he, and, he, and he sort of puts a back pocket thing. He's like, hey, remember me. Suddenly there's hope. Suddenly there's just a little bit of hope that maybe I'm going to get out of this prison. And when, when you feel like God's moving or God's spoken to you, but then, then there's a period of time where we have to wait. Who likes waiting? No one likes waiting. We've created a culture where we don't like waiting. We have to you ever wait at the McDonald's queue. You're like, can you add an extra hash brown for, for my weight? Some of you didn't get that, did you? But, you know, no one likes waiting. Go down to Rob Roy. It's a good place to go. But everyone else wants to be there as well. No one, no one likes waiting. But how do we wait on God? Have you ever got to a place where you just have to 
Trust God. Just have to wait. Joseph had to wait. What about Moses in the Red Sea? There's this, there's this passage. I, I, I love it because it's like just so contradictory. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 13 through 15. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand here. This is just at the Red Sea edge. Stand here. Stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never, will, will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. I'm like, Moses, I'm like, it's like Moses is saying, hey, just wait, just wait, just wait. Just wait. It's going to be at standstill. Trust God and everything. And then the Lord turns up and goes, hey, Moses, tell everyone to get going. See, sometimes we can be waiting for God, but then sometimes someone needs to, or a word of God needs to come along and say, hey, now it's time to get going. I want to tell you tonight, I really believe that there's people in this room where I, I'm, I am, I've got it in my spirit to say it's time now to get moving. Yeah. It's time now to, get, to, to move again. Not, not, not to wait again, but to move again. See, sometimes we can be waiting in God and we can be trusting in God. But when Bethany's only just down the road, we've got to see Jesus come into the situation as sooner or later. Yeah. I like what, what Martha did. When Martha heard God, she moved out and went to him. See, this is the opposite of the stories. When Jesus went to their home, Martha was in doing the dishes and all that. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and, 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 and Martha was like, hey, what's going on? Lord, don't you care that I'm doing all this work? And Jesus says to Martha, 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 you, you, you're missing the point here. Mary's figured out the point here. Be, be near me, be with me. And in this situation, Martha's got it right where she went out to Jesus and got his attention, even in her, in her sadness, even in her, in, her, in her sorrow, and Mary stayed in the house. See, it's time to go out to Jesus again. Where, where, where do you feel like Jesus is just so far down the road, but you're just still waiting for him to turn up to you rather than you to go out to him? I really believe tonight it's a game to get something in your spirit to go, you know what, God, I'm going to come out to you. I'm going to come out to you. When Martha got word that Jesus was going, coming, sorry, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the, ha- in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. Martha was real with Jesus. You, it's okay to be real with him. Lord, there's a whole lot of pain going on right now. There's a whole lot of disappointment or there's a whole lot of hurt. If only you had been here. But I like what 22 says. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. I really believe tonight it's time to go out again. It's time to reach out in faith again. It's time to believe again. It's time to go again. When, when Bethany feels like it's just down the road, it's only a few minutes away from Jesus, he's here tonight. I really believe that we're going to see a breakthrough. I want to sort of get into where we want to land tonight and, and the ministry time. In Psalm 40, it's a great psalm. I love this psalm. I really got introduced to, to it by Toby Mack. Anyone else? I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud, out of the mire. He set my foot, feet on solid ground 
and steadied me as I walked along. He gave me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trusted the Lord. See, see to me, this is a, a moment where, where, where it's almost talking about what's happening with Mary and Martha and, and Lazarus and Jesus. See, Jesus didn't turn up because his plan was that he wanted to show even more glory. He wanted to show even how great he is. He waited till it was after the ceremonial cleansing period of time. After three days, the ceremonial cleansing and all that. And that's why it says in there, it was in there four days. Four days is like stinketh level. It's like four days is like, no, no, don't, don't roll that away. Don't, just leave that in there. We're finished. He's gone. But no, Jesus turned up at the, at the, where it was totally, totally, totally impossible. But then Mary, Martha's declaration was, but even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. I really believe there's faith in this room to ask again. I really do. There's people in this room that have been believing for miracles. You're believing for miracles, but you just feel like Bethany is just so far down the road, you don't even know where Jesus is sometimes. And you've got a faith and you've got a love for Him and you've got a desire to see it, but... To be honest, you're just like, oh, I just don't know. Well, faith is going out to Jesus again. Faith is going to Him again. Not just waiting, but going to Him. And it is I'm waiting patiently for the Lord. And He turned to me and heard my cry. But I like what it says here. He lifts us up. He doesn't come down to our level. He lifts us up to His level. Come faithfully tonight. Let Him lift you up to His level. Faith, let Him lift you up to His level. He lifted me up out of the pit of despair, out of the mud, out of the mire. He let Him set our feet on solid ground. Let Him steady you. Let Him love you. And then out of the testimony of what God's going to do tonight, it says, many will see what He has done and be amazed. That's what Jesus said to Mary and Martha. I've come a little bit later, a little bit out of the normal, out of the possibilities, but because I want many to see it and I want many to be amazed. Jesus wants to use your testimony. Jesus wants to use your miracle so that many can be amazed. That many can be amazed. I don't know about you, but I love sitting there and just hearing testimonies. Testimonies of how people have been believing for children. People have been prayed for children. Then, wow. Children. Testimonies where we've been believing for health breakthroughs, that cancer would be gone. And we've heard it, we've seen it before. Many will see it and be amazed. Tonight, let's believe that many will see it and be amazed. I want to finish with Psalm chapter 8. The worship team can all jump back up, please. See, tonight, Sunday nights are all about leading us to a point of faith. 
to a point of a place where we respond to Him, where we stand at the altar and we say, come on, God, do it again. Come on, Lord, leave me astounded. It says here in Psalm chapter 8, O Lord, our Lord, Your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You taught Your children and infants to tell of Your strength, silencing Your enemies and all who oppose you. There's, a, there's a, one of those little speech bubbles next to strength in, in, in my Bible. And it actually says, to, um, it says, you have taught your children and infants to praise. It's then silencing your enemy. See, see one of the areas on how, the, how we get to lift ourselves up to the level of faith is to learn how to praise through the chains learn how to praise through the disappointment, learn how to praise even though that Bethany just feels down, she's, he's, he's down the road. We can believe that God's going to come into our situation today, tonight. You would have read in, in Acts chapter 18, I think, Paul and Silas in the middle of a dungeon, wet, dirty, dark, and they chose to start singing hymns. They chose to start praising through one of the most horrible places. No environment, no diesel heater, no bright lights, no 70% humidity, no comfortable gray chairs, no white stage. They just chose to praise through. They just chose to let God pick them up because they chose to praise. I wonder tonight if we could finish with, with praising God. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.